It's winter in Michigan, but high school gyms throughout the state are heating up with hoops action. Sportsnet Michigan, in conjunction with Kroll Communications, is proud to present high school basketball here on Z92.5 The Castle. Tip-off is right around the corner, so let's go to Press Row and award-winning sports guy Ted Fatale with his partner, Joe Smith. Well, hello again, everybody. You are locked in live tonight from the house that Forback built here in LC, Michigan. It's time for some MHSAA March Magic as the 14 and 5 Perry Ramblers take on the 11 and 9 Chesedine Indians in the Class B District Opener. Starting lineups and opening tip-off is right around the corner. But first, here's my broadcast partner, Joe Smith, with our starting lineup of Z92.5 and Sportsnet Michigan team members. Thanks a lot, Ted. Tonight's game brought to you by Applebee Oil, Vex Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Fast Eddie's, Hub Tire Center, Kingsley Insurance, Nelson House Funeral Home, Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Stoddard Homes, Struck Lawn and Landscape, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Well, we're up here in the balcony at Ovid Elsie. This will be our home headquarters for this entire tournament run. This is the opener tonight, Chesanine taking on Perry. We'll be back for the doubleheader on Wednesday evening starting at 6 o'clock. Duran will take on the Chesanine Perry winner, and that will be followed in the nightcap, 7.30-ish. Corona taking on the Ovid Elsie Marauders, and then we'll be back here Friday night for district championship action. We'll have some further pregame information for you here in a moment, and also give you tonight's starting lineups. But first, take a listen to this back at the studio. Hey, sports fans, it's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportsscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at highschoolsportsscene.com. Keeping our high schools and student athletes in the news. V92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, welcome back to the gym here in Ovid Elsie. And uh, both teams had tune-ups leading up to this tournament action. Last Tuesday night, uh, February 27th, was the finale for the Chesanine Indians. And they, uh, they were defeated by Carrollton 46-41 to finish 11-9 on the season and 8-6 in the Tri-Valley Conference Central. Jarrett Kelly had 15 points in that game. Sam Forsyth and Garrett Bishop, 7 points each for the Indians. Last Thursday night in uh, Perry's regular season finale, they had a hard-fought battle. 64-62, they came out on top against Eaton Rapids. Logan Danaher's last-second hoop won it for the Ramblers. Danaher finished with 14 points. Caleb Lightcoff led all scores with 23, and Brody Krim had a dozen. Should be a good matchup here tonight with uh, Perry and Chesanine, both teams with winning records. In fact, all the teams in this district with winning records other than the Duran Railroaders, who I believe are 8-12. and 12. So it's going to be a very, very good competitive Class B district. No, I think you're right, Ted. And the other thing is it's, it's local. Yeah. So uh, they'll get a lot of fan base following the teams over here to, to Ovid LC. And it, as we look across, I can see that it's already a full house over here. Yeah, it's going to be a nice, loud crowd tonight, and we are certainly looking forward to it. And, of course, this game tonight brought to you by some outstanding uh, sponsors. 
One of those is Hub Tire. They're there for you with the best service for all of your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service, and they can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis. Hub Tire also does farm service, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 until 11.30. Call today at 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Kingsley Insurance Group and Mimic Insurance Company support all educational employees and the school districts in which they work. Are you a K-12 teacher, higher education faculty or staff member, school bus driver, or other service worker, retired educator, or school employee? Get a quote from Mimic Insurance, offering quality insurance products for you and your family. To see the many benefits of becoming a member, visit Kingsley Insurance Group in St. John's, Alma, or Lansing, or online at kingsleyinsurancegroup.com. Struck Lawn and Landscape is proud to be a Chesting Indians basketball sponsor. Struck Lawn and Landscape provides complete professional lawn care for Chesting and surrounding areas. Owner Mark Struck has a horticulture degree from Michigan State University and offers expert landscape design, finished grading, hydro seeding, snow plowing in the winter, and he also installs pavers and retaining walls. Call him today at 989-865-6220. That's Struck Lawn and Landscape, 989-865-6220. Well, Joe, we're going to have a busy week, but I'll tell you what, this is what it's all about. We always have fun during the regular season, but it cranks up a notch when we get ready for postseason play and March Magic MHSAA style. Well, that's for sure, and the games, you know, they mean every, they, every game means something in this uh, tournament, of course, one and you're done. One and done, and, baby. And uh, this is kind of what, what I think teams prime themselves for, and you hope that they're gelling at this time of the year. You can take those losses early in the season, but you sure don't want one tonight, especially. Well, you know, you look at the Big Ten tournament, for an example. I mean, Michigan really had kind of a ho-hum first half of the season. They started finding themselves a little later in the season, and here coming down the stretch, have been playing tremendous basketball. They're as good as anybody in the country right now, and we'll obviously see if this uh, week and a half off affects them or affects the Spartans or any of the other Big Ten teams as we get into March Madness. Yeah, that's about the best uh, example you could give would be the play of the Michigan Wolverines because they are just in fuego. Yeah, playing really good basketball right now. I'm Ted Fattel. My partner is Joe Smith. Jared Fattel back at the studios producing the programming tonight. We just want to remind you, you're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso, your tournament home of uh, mid-Michigan basketball here, and we're looking forward to a great matchup tonight, Chesanine and the Perry Ramblers. I see across the gym from us the uh, Marauder logo that they've decided to keep the old traditional. I don't know how you would describe that, Joe. He's a very proud Marauder, that's for sure. He's kind of angry. Kind of marching down the field. He needs a shave. He's, he has his uh, shield, and he's got his sword up there in the air, and just a menacing look there, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he he's got some stubble. A little stubble. The Ovid LC Marauder, always fun to be in this gym. It's oh, I always found when I played, of course, that was a long time ago, that this is a good shooting atmosphere here because the walls are pretty close behind the baskets, and it's a good shooting gym. We'll see if both these teams can light it up here tonight. We'll be back in just a moment with our starting lineups, but first, take a listen to the playing of our national anthem.
We're back in the Marauder Gym, and it's now time for this evening's starting lineups brought to you by Z92.5 Sportsnet Michigan and Three Point Podcast. For the Perry Ramblers, coached by Mike Schauber now in his eighth campaign, 14-5 and overall, 9-3 and finishers, second in the Greater Lansing Athletic Conference. Coach Schauber will start at one guard, 5'8 sophomore Brody Krim. He wears number zero. The other guard, 5'10", sophomore, number 22, C.J. King. At one forward will be six foot one senior, Zach Wheeler. He wears number two. At the other forward, number 25, Caleb Lykoff, averaging 13 points a game. He's a six foot six sophomore. And getting the start at the center position, Logan Danaher, he's a six foot seven 12th grader, averages 13 points a game and also 10 rebounds per game. So uh, they got a pretty good presence down low at 6'6 six, six and 6'7. Six, Chesanine Indians, they're 11-9 and nine on the season for their head coach, Matt Weagle. Weagle in his fourth campaign. He'll start at one guard, 5'10", number two, Brendan Greenfelder. He's a 12th grader. At the second guard, junior, number three, Jacob Turnwald. At one forward will be number five, 5'10", senior, Brandon Keyes. The other forward, 5'10", 12th grader, number 11, Sam Forsythe. And the big fella in the middle, 6'4", senior, number 32, Garrett Bishop. Bishop had a good game the last game we broadcast with the Indians. And coming off the bench, also a key will be junior, Jarrett Kelly, who has three-point range. Well, the stage is set. Joe, what do you think? Any final thoughts before we get this thing tipped off? Well, something that really stands out immediately is the height of the Ramblers, like you alluded to earlier in your comments. they got 6'6 six, six and 6'7, six so it looks like uh, down low would be open for them, but we'll just have to wait and see how this one plays out. Yeah, it's a real good matchup. A couple of squads going to be in the same conference starting next year. They have uh, put together a new league the Mid-Michigan Activities Conference, and it includes Chesanine, Ovid, Elsie, Duran, Montrose, New Lothar, Byron, and Mont- Mount Morris. And uh, just a great little league there. Boy, yeah, that is a great conference. A lot of the old rivalries from back in the day. Yep. Also, Otisville-Lakeville, a part of that league. And as you know, being a former Cavalier, I always just kind of shake my head and go, darn, why can't the Cavaliers be involved in that? Because that's just ideal, be almost like the old MMB was, but it's not meant to be, at least at this point. We'll see what happens down the road. Chesanine wearing the white home uniforms here tonight. Perry in the scarlet red. It'll be Chesanine going to the basket to our left. We're ready to get this one tipped off from Ovid Elsie. Here's the tenor, center toss, and it's into the backcourt, and Perry runs it down. Brody Krim has it, gets it over here now to C.J. King. King over to Krim. Danaher trying to post up down low. They get it back topside, Zach Wheeler. Over now to C.J. King. Keeps his dribble, goes between the circles. No score, just underway here from O.E. Boy, Danaher just working back and forth, back and forth as he's trying to post up against Bishop. Here's that number one tall, lanky lad. Brody Krim up top, works on Greenfelder. He drives the basket. It looks like they're going to get a quick foul on Brandon, Brendan Greenfelder. His first, first foul of the game. 
As long as we have these games, we will also need officials, people staying involved in sports, willing to work hard. They are out there every day giving back to our kids. Let's give them the respect they deserve. Better yet, why don't you become one? Visit the MHSAA website for more information. There's help wanted. Just whistle. A, mission, a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, I'll tell you what. They're in desperate need of referees, and really it's a great way to stay in shape and also a great way to make some extra money. Brody Krim makes both free throws. I'll tell you what, it helped save me a few years ago back when I was a younger lad, working three jobs with a regular job, the radio gig, and also doing some refereeing and umpiring. So it was a lot of fun. Well, as much as you love sports, I can't think of anything better. <laughs> Krim hit both free throws. Chesedine with the ball now. Sam Forsythe has it over in the far wing. Now dishes it to Brandon Keyes, who brings it back topside, back to Forsythe. Looks like Perry and a man-to-man. Chesedine going to the basket to our left, trailing to nothing. Good ball movement here by the Indians. Garrett Bishop has it. Goes back on the left wing to Forsythe. He drives to the baseline, gets it back to Bishop. The jumper up, way off the mark. Greenfelder kept it alive, and then throws it off the leg of one of the Ramblers. Looks like he threw it off the kneecap of C.J. King. Here's a question for you, Ted. All right. Uh, the referees for these playoff games, is there any kind of selection process through the MHSAA? Yeah, there is. I mean, they get uh, graded after every game, and it's the amount of points that they uh, compile up. And, uh, yeah, you get the better refs when you get to the tournament. Shot goes up by Chesanee. No good. Back to Perry. A drive on the baseline going all the way to the basket. A little right-handed reversal up and in by Caleb Lykoff. Six-foot-six sophomore, his first two. Averages 13 a contest, both him and Danaher at the 13-point mark. Danaher just watched him go by. Mm -hmm. Beautiful move by Lykoff. Four-nothing now, Perry on top. Here's a drive, Greenfelder in the corner. It goes to Bishop. Bishop drives down the lane, powers his way to the basket, and they're going to call a foul before the shot. This one's going to go against Perry. That's going to be against Logan Danaher, his first. What Bishop gives up in height against the two big, tall Perry trees, it looks like he kind of makes up for in body. Yeah. So it's back to the Indians now. Forsyth over on the far wing. Going to the basket to our left. Sam Forsyth wearing the white uniform with the orange numbers. Pass goes on the left wing. The drive to the basket. Up off the window. No good there by Jake Turnwald. It goes out of bounds off of the Indians. So it's back to Perry. Ramblers with a 4-0 lead here. Two minutes in to this Class B district quarterfinals. Ramblers with the basketball now. Caleb Lykoff. Lykoff. Down low it goes to the big fella, Danaher. Danaher back up top. C.J. King. King picks up his dribble on the baseline. Now comes back over here this way. Jump shot left baseline. Perfectly up and true. Caleb Lykoff, another two. Six zip now, Perry. Ramblers in, what are they in, a man-to-man now. Here's a drive down the lane. The dish on the baseline to Bishop. Goes to the basket. No good. But he was fouled. So we got two free throws coming up here for Garrett Bishop. Boy, Bishop was working hard down there underneath the basket. Powered it up there. He was not going to be denied at least the attempt. Nelson House Funeral Home's number one priority is taking care of their friends and neighbors. Being right there when you need them the most. When reliability, sensitivity, and compassion... 
combined with a locally owned and operated funeral home, your loved ones receive the representation they deserve. The Nelson House Martin Chapel in Chesaning, proud to support the Chesaning Indians on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, the lid is off the basket. Garrett Bishop gets the Indians on the board with a make free throw. Second foul on Logan Danaher. Bishop hands them both here. Here's a long three-pointer way off the mark that time by Lykoff. Ill-advised shot there for sure. Yeah, well, he didn't take much time to run the offense, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> so it's back to the Indians now, 6-2. to two. They trail Perry. He just kind of crossed half court and launched it. <laughs> yes, he did. That was at least a 35-footer. Now a near walk up top, and they do call it on Brandon Keyes. Was trying to find Bishop over in the right wing, and then all of a sudden he got covered, and then uh, Keyes dragged the foot. Yeah, he didn't want to make the pass he originally thought about, but his feet were already in motion to make that pass. 4.55 to go here in our first quarter. Perry up 6-2 to two over Chesney. Ramblers with the basketball. Neither team full court pressing at this point. Here is uh, Perry with it. The drive down the lane, the kick in the far corner, the three-pointer up and true. Aaron Emmons gets the three-pointer. Coming off the bench there to fill it up. He doesn't need any warm-up time. No, and that'll open up the inside game, too, for Perry if he continues to shoot like that. Here's Greenfelder with a nice power drive to the basket on the left side. Lays it up and in. Here's Emmons with it again. Just hit the three-pointer. He's working on Brandon Keyes. Chesedine in a man-to-man. Back over here to Emmons. Emmons takes it up top between the circles now. Chesedine in a man-to-man here defensively. Pass goes inside. Drive no good on the shot by Zach Wheeler. But we're going to get a quick foul here on Chesedine and two more free throws coming up here for the Ramblers. Well, we have a drive of the game to award tonight, and that's brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes, drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. So Zach Wheeler at the line. First free throw up. Good. And four. After three quarters from Owasso, or from DeWitt, it's uh, Lansing Waverly leading Owasso 41-29. Well, Waverly apparently hitting on all cylinders, huh? Yeah. Good matchup in the nightcap there, too. DeWitt, I believe, is taking on East Lansing. We've got a timeout in the court after both makes by Wheeler. 11-4 now, Perry over Chesanine. Fast Eddie's is a family-owned and operated business for over 40 years, priding themselves on providing outstanding service for both car wash and oil changes. They've been recognized as one of the top 50 car wash, detailing, and oil change centers in the nation. But they also offer preventive maintenance like transmission flushes, radiator flushes, and everything your vehicle needs to keep it running at peak performance. Right now, get up to $20 off any of these services. See your local Fast Eddie's car wash and oil change center for details and other great savings. Well, timeout is over, 11-4. to 4. Perry over Chesedine. It'll be the Indians with the ball, and now Perry going to a full-court trapping press. They trap a man in the corner, come back over here this way, Greenfelder with it. 
And we got a quick whistle in the backcourt. We're going to get a push off here on Perry being too aggressive. They're trying to trap on the sideline. Interesting that Perry would go to that trap early in this game with a seven-point lead, but they're trying to really put him out of it yep. soon. Mixing it up for Coach Mike Shaver, an excellent coach here in our area. Chesedine with the basketball now. Cole Higley dishes it on the right side to uh, Jarrett Kelly. Now back to Bishop. Greenfelder back up top side. Three-point shot on the way. Up, no good. Jacob Turnwald couldn't get it to go, and the ball is knocked out of bounds. It's going to go back, I believe, to... No, we're going to get a foul. I thought it was going to go to the Ramblers. Just kind of watching Logan Danaher for Perry, prowling underneath the basket there, just begging someone to kind of drive on him. <laughs> so it's Chesanine with the basketball. Cole Higley has it. Now to Bishop. Well, what a mismatch he just had. No doubt. Turnwall. With Brody Krim on him. Now Kelly. Garrett Kelly brings it back over here this way to Bishop. Garrett Bishop takes it to the freezer line, picks up his dribble. Kelly on the right baseline goes up. Bishop tries to keep it alive. They get the follow up and in. Cole Higley working hard to get the two. 11-6 now, Perry. So even with the height Perry uh, height advantage Perry owns, it's an offensive rebound for Chesson so back to the uh, Ramblers now. Aaron Emmons drives down the lane. Nice dish underneath. They get it to uh, Lykoff, who gets blocked. He gets it back and then takes a walk on the wild side. So it's back to the Indians. I think that might have been Bishop on the block. That might be right. 11. There was just one pass too many on that possession. It definitely were. Lykoff wasn't looking to get the ball. 11-6. to six. The Indians trail Perry. Now they break the pressure. Drive to the basket, stolen away down underneath the basket. Perry got coming the other way with it now. Aaron Emmons loses the handle, but his arm was raked, so he was fouled. Greenfelder with the near steal there. He's going to go over and plead his case to the referee. That doesn't usually work. Not usually, and Greenfelder picks up his second foul, so it's been uh, Chesedine with three team fouls and Perry with four. Ramblers will have it out underneath their own basket. They bounce it inside. It's stolen away by Jarrett Kelly. Indians looking to run now. Sam Forsythe drives, goes up with the left hand over the front of the rim, up and good. Nice drive by Sam Forsythe, outstanding athlete for Chesedine Athletics. Here's Lykoff, pull-up jumper, no good. A battle for it down low, and Kelly goes high for the ball. Seems like Perry's kind of settling for shots right now. 11-8. to eight. Perry leading it over Chesanine. We're under two minutes to go here in the first. Forsyth up top here for the Indians. To Kelly on the right wing, back up top side, Garrett Bishop. Over on the right wing it goes. Back to Forsyth, keeps his dribble. He's a left-hander, loses the handle. Lykoff has it. He'll dish it off now to guard Aaron Emmons. Well, you better be taking care of the rock when you're dribbling. These quick defenders are going to snatch it away from you. They do have some quick hands. Now Perry going to get called for another walk there. Zach Wheeler dragged the pivot foot. Well, don't forget, we also have a player of the game award, and that's brought to you by Kingsley Insurance and the Mimic Insurance Group, providing quality insurance products for educational employees and their families for over 60 years. Visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com for an online quote today. So it'll be the Indians with the ball out of bounds. They trail by three. And here's the Perry pressure coming away with a steal there, and then they turn it over. 
Memphis. As it was on the end line, it's back to the Indians. But that quick trap in the corner, looks like it's a 1-2-1-1 one, 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 trapping zone press. Yeah, the trap and the height, really. Here's Chesanine throwing it to midcourt to Forsythe. Gets it across the timeline now to Jarrett Kelly. Drives in the right corner. It goes now to Brandon Keyes. Keyes has it up top. Still has his dribble going. Drives right. Goes all the way to the basket. Throws it up off the rim. Up and good. Nice drive there by Brandon Keyes, the 5'10 senior. Yeah, he baited the defender on that one. Got him to move left, and he went right around him. Indians are within one now. We're under a minute to go here in the first quarter in March Magic on the castle. Keyes has got some speed off the dribble. Perry with the basketball now. Justin Hammond in the ball game. Gets it in the corner to Lykoff. Three-point bomb up. No good. You want that kid down low, I think. Especially with Danaher on the bench. Here's Greenfelder now up top. The three-point shot up and good by Jacob Kernwall. And it's been all Chesanine here recently. They have a 13-11 lead over Perry. Here's a drive, a partial block, and a good block. Cole Higley with it. Indians with some momentum here as we close the first quarter. Down to 14 seconds. Brandon Keyes across the 10-second line. On the right wing, it goes to Cole Higley. Tri-Valley Central against the GLAC. Pass on the baseline, no good. Forsythe fighting for it, and that's going to end the first quarter. So after one, it's Chesanine over Perry, 13-11. to Tony Young and the entire Young family salute Auburn, Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Your ticket to a high school sporting event comes with great responsibility to to conduct yourself responsibly to be a good sport. School sports, educational athletics, depend on an atmosphere of respect towards opponents and especially officials. In school sports, we expect good sportsmanship. Learn more about sportsmanship on the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. With Joe Smith, I'm Ted Fattel. You're listening to Z92.5 The Castle. Good first quarter there for both teams, especially the Indians there coming down the stretch. Yeah, right about halfway through the quarter, they just kind of got on fire. They got fired up and uh, made a couple of nice drives down in amongst the trees of Perry. And like you said, it helps with Danaher on the bench, of course. Right. And... and, uh I think Perry fell in love with the outside shot a little bit too much there. Yeah, it kind of seemed to me like they were just settling for shots rather than working through the offense. Perry with the rock to start the second quarter. Here's Jarrett Kelly in the right corner up. No good on the shot. Chesanine hustles for the offensive rebound. Good job by Cole Higley. Back top side to Turnwald. Misses the three-pointer. Kelly saves it from going out of bounds and throws it off another Rambler knee. Indians right now are really hustling out there. So Jarrett Kelly will inbound it over on the far side. Again, they're going to the basket to our right. We're up here in the catbird seat at Ovid Elsie. Cole Higley in the corner. Now right side to Forsyth. Back over to Higley. Jumper on the left baseline up. No good. A battle down low and a good rebound there by the six foot six sophomore, Caleb Lykoff. Here come the Ramblers looking to run. Near walk. Maybe got away with that one. Lykoff. Over to the left corner it goes now. Barrett Halleck 
Back up top side now. Eddie Dunn with it. Coach Schauber going deep to his bench. Back here, it's Perry losing the handle that time. Justin Hammond just lost track of the ball. It goes out of bounds. Back to the Indians. Chesapeake leads it 13 to 11. A minute gone here in the second. We'll be back over here for a twin bill on Wednesday night. Join us for the winner of this game against Durand at 6. And the nightcap right around 7.30, Corona and Chesanine. Perry now with four turnovers, Chesanine with three. So here are the Indians. The drive high off the glass, no good. Jarrett Kelly, though, has the follow on the backside. Puts up his first two. 15-11, Chesanine over Perry. Ramblers come across the 10-second line. Lykoff to the free throw line. Now to Eddie Dunn. Eddie Dunn on the far wing. Nearly throws it away. He does. Forsyth has it. Lost the handle for a minute. Drives. Goes all the way to the basket. Lays it up and in. And draws the foul. Great drive by Forsyth. Saw the contact coming and protected the ball and laid it off the window. Ted, that's four offensive rebounds now for Chesnang, and they're really doing a nice job on the offensive glass. And Coach Mike Schauber wants to talk things over now. Like to be a fly on the wall over there right now, but a timeout on the court, 17-11, Chesanine over Perry. Did you know that the largest trailer dealer in the entire country is located right here in Michigan? Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service is centrally located in mid-Michigan, which means you're just a short drive away from the largest selection of trailers you'll find anywhere. With over 1,200 trailers and 45 acres, you'll find your ideal open or enclosed trailer in stock, so you won't have to settle for anything less than perfect. Bex offers the absolute best selection of quality trailers at unbeatable prices. Before you buy, shop Bex at BexTrailerStore.com or call 888-SAY-BEX. Sportsnet Michigan has thousands of high school game radio broadcasts available on compact, compact disc or digital download going all the way back to 1985. For a sample, check out the posted games at Three Point Podcast. For details, email the sports guy at tedfatel at gmail.com. And speaking of Three Point Podcast, three small town guys from three generations with uh, three very different takes on sports, pop culture, and current events. Check out Three Point Podcast, available on iTunes for free, also SoundCloud and TuneIn Radio. At the line, free throw completed for the three-point play the old-fashioned way, and it's the biggest lead of the night for Chesanine, 18-11 over Perry. A little bit of a surprise here early on. Yeah, Perry, I'm sure, is wondering how that happened. Well, turnovers helped. Yes, it did. Especially unforced, huh? And that brought in uh, Danaher back in the bench, I'm sure, with orders to watch out. Don't pick up that third foul right away here. But they need his presence down low. Right now they're working the ball around trying to get it inside. Here's a drive off the window. Nicely done. C.J. King with the left-handed lay-in on the right side. Yeah, King working back and forth, back and forth until he could get the defender back on his heels. Perry in a 1-3-1 zone now trying to protect Danaher who's at the post. Ball goes in the corner back top side now to Brandon Keyes. 5.34 to go here in the first half. 18-13. Chesanine. Here's a kick out front. Zach Wheeler booted that one over into the stand, so it'll be back out of bounds, the Indians. Yeah, i got to just recommend to our fans out there, anybody listening, if you haven't given the three-point podcast a try, check it out. I think you're going to like it. It's always enjoyable. Hey, we're having a lot of fun with it, and uh, our latest episode featured our special guest, the Bart Man. 
Always interesting to get his takes in an uncensored format. <laughs> Ball goes out of bounds. It was Jarrett Kelly putting up the shot, and then uh, one of the Indians stepped on the end line or committed a foul. Looked like a foul on the Indians. It's going to go against Sam Forsythe, his first. That's the fourth team foul on Chesanine. Harry's been whistled five times. Harry gets it across the 10-second line. Nice pass to King. To Danaher, goes up with two hands, packs it home. That's his presence right there and his first points of the game. Yeah, and what a pass by King. It really was. He knew the big fella was coming all the way. It was a no-look pass. Led him perfectly. Okay, well, we've been seeing a lot of dunks this year. Yes, we have. Well, here's a jump shot right side by Forsythe, and kind of a bad foul there going to go against Zach Wheeler as Forsythe missed the shot but gets two free throws coming up. Yeah, they were... Uh... Perry was doing that a lot in warm-ups down here, and even the, not the big trees, but the littler, the more medium-sized guys had some hops enough to get up to the rim. So Sam Forsythe at the free-throw line, back iron no good on the first. I never could even touch a net. No, you could touch the net. Not on a, on a good day, maybe, <laughs> in the wind, on a hill. In your younger days, a few pounds lighter. <laughs> Second one by Forsythe, rolls around, rolls around, no good, and it's Perry coming away with it. Eddie Dunn has it. Gets it across the 10-second line, now over to C.J. King. Back inside to Danaher, turnaround, jump hook. Oh, oh beautifully done. Kind of a, a sky hook that time by yeah, Danaher. Almost looked like Kevin McHale came back. It did. <laughs> He's got some long arms. Wasn't like Kevin McHale one of the oddest-looking players? Just had a weird body shape, but, man, what a fantastic player. He used that body, and I've, I've heard Jared talk about him a lot. Yeah. He used that body to its fullest potential, I think. Well, like Jared said, I mean, he could fit into today's game pretty easily. Here is Kelly. Three-point shot, top of the key. No good by Jared. Ball's on the court. Back to Forsythe, so an offensive rebound. We're midway through the second quarter here, 18-17, Chesanee. It's expected to be a good contest all the way. Here Kelly now to Forsythe, three-point shot, in and out, no good. Danaher high for the rebound. Here come the Ramblers, looking to push it. Zach Wheeler has it back topside. Now they'll go on the left wing to C.J. King. He'll bring it back between the circles. Perry going to the basket to our right, wearing the red. Here's Danaher, right elbow, jump shot on the way up. No good there by the Ramblers. The follow-up, no good. They get another rebound. Free throw line jumper by Danaher. Too easy. Up and good. Yeah, when he gets the ball there. Now this latest momentum shift goes to the Rambler fans. 19-18, they lead it. Timeout, Chesanee. It's one of the things that I think about when we when you compare people from different generations and kind of, for me, one of the flaws in that is that great players are going to take take advantage of all the training uh, opportunities that are there today, which may have not been there, you know, back when, like, say, Bob Cousy or Bob Cousy was in his prime. And, you know, you did things a lot, lot different. I think those guys probably went in the locker room and smoked cigarettes at the half. But you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like. Uh, Geez, he would have been great today, I think. I just have to think that way. I, I think the great players of any generation would uh, would match up with the great players of today's generation for exactly the reason you said. I know the old chief, Robert Parrish, used to love his ganja. Yeah, 
after games. Is that right? Pain relief back then. Well, he was Indian. <laughs> Robert Parrish, the chief. Boy, yeah. he could play some center. That was quite a front line for the Celtics. Well, I mean, they, when you looked at that five with uh, with him down low with Bird and McHale and then Danny Ainge and uh, Dennis Johnson out front. That, yep, and then they had, team. had Bill Walton to it for yeah. a couple Walton, years that he was able Walton to play. Walton was there. Maravich was there for a cup of coffee one year. They had some great teams back in the day. Well, timeout is over. Chessonine with the basketball. Looks like Perry back in that 1-3-1 zone. Forsythe back up top. Now it goes to Brandon Keyes. To the free throw line. Back to Forsythe. 3.04 to go here in the half. Forsythe left wing. Gets it in the corner. The jump shot on the way. In and out. No good. The Indians hustle it down, though. Cole Higley has it. Back to Forsythe. Not too much driving down the middle going on against this defense. Not right now. <laughs> Forsyth open for three, passes up the shot. Now brings it back out front. Over on the right wing it goes to Brandon Keyes. 2.35 to go here in the half. One point, Rambler lead. The zone is bothering Chesedine right now. Having a hard time getting anybody open. Forsyth has it left wing. Pass to the free throw line. A drive by Higley goes up. Nice. Fake passed it and put the layup up and in. Higley with his fourth point. Indians regain the lead by one. Now here is a player going to the basket, blocked by Bishop. That was C.J. King getting swatted. Yeah, Bishop wasn't having any of that. He was in perfect position that time. He was. Forsythe to Bishop in the far corner. Back on that wing. Now Forsythe brings it back up top. Two minutes to go here in the half. Pass goes in the corner. Down to Bishop. Down low on the baseline. Tied up. I think we're going to get a held ball. We are. Our player of the game award tonight is brought to you by Kingsley Insurance and the Mimic Insurance Group, providing quality insurance products for educational employees and their families for 50 years. Visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com for an online quote today. So Wasso takes it on the chin tonight, 55-46. Jordan Clapp going to losing cause with 15. Thanks to Joe and uh, his feed there for that final. I believe that's Kyle Raymond yeah, coming through. Go. So it's Chessonine with the ball there after the errant Perry shot. Indians leading it by one with a minute and a half to go here in our second quarter. Sam Forsythe back on the right wing. The jump shot on the way. No good there. Bishop with a rebound. Goes up with the left hand. It's going to count, and he is fouled. Oh, Bishop with the left hand falling down to the deck. Gets the basket and will go to the free throw line for a three-point attempt. Well, like you said, we just recently did a Chessoning Indian game, and he, he stood out in that game, and he's standing out here tonight. Our Drive of the Game Award is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Bishop no good on the free throw. Perry with the basketball, trailing it by three. We're down to a minute ten to go in the first half. Brody Krim with it, the 5-8 sophomore. Picks up his dribble, gets on the right wing now, C.J. King. King keeps his dribble going, working on Kelly. Goes up with the left-handed runner up, no good, a battle for it. Chesedine comes away. Brandon Keyes has the ball, and the Indians going to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, Jared Kelly did a great job defending on the uh, drive that time. Brandon Keyes up top side now. Over in her far wing, it goes over to Sam Forsythe. Back to Keyes. 
back over here now. Keys with it from Forsythe. 30 seconds. Looks like they're going to spread the court and try to get last shot if they can here. Carrying the zone is going to make that a little easier for him to kill some time. Back to Keys. Stick with us at halftime. We'll let you hear this week in high school sports. We'll be back. Get you updated on any scores we have and also bring you up to date on our stats and final scoring recap of the first half. Chesedine, seven seconds. Bishop in the corner. Keys. Forsythe open for three. Top of the key. In and out. No good. And the ball goes out of bounds with zeros on the clock. And that'll end the first half of play. So a half of basketball in the books here. And it's Chesanine leading Perry's Ramblers 22-19 here at the break. We'll be back with uh, the halftime numbers and also some scores for you. But first, take a listen to this from our friends at the MHSAA. Have you heard about the herd? Die for the ball. And good optics, bad optics. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. High school sports have always been a point of pride in communities across the state, and it need not just be between the lines. Case in point, Buchanan High School, which emerged as the champion in the 7th Annual Battle of the Fans, an MHSEA Student Advisory Council program designed to identify the top student cheering section in the state. Buchanan's heard one out over Boyne City and Petoskey for this year's top honor, and senior Jessica Lee talked about the community support they received. I think we're a really big part of the community. We definitely, this all couldn't have been possible without the community. All the support from the teachers, staff, businesses that they put, good luck to the herd, and just the whole town has supported us. So I think they're a really big part of the herd. So I think we both represent each other in a way. Buchanan won a previous battle of the fans title in 2013. The herd, the Rambler Rowdies from Boyne City, and the Blue Crew from Petoskey will all be honored at the boys' basketball semifinals in a few weeks. You can read more about the battle of the fans on the second half page of the MHSA website. Our Sparrow Health Game Balls this week go out to Monday's MHSAA Skiing Champions. The Marquette Girls, which won their third straight, and the boys team, which won its sixth consecutive Division I title at Boyne Mountain. In Division II, Houghton Hancock took the top spot for the girls, and Petoskey made it a record-tying eight straight in the boys' finals. You can't supplement a poor diet, contrary to marketing campaigns. Why risk your health? Fuel your body with nutritious foods and work hard. That's the ticket to proven success. A tip from Sparrow, the official health system of the MHSAA. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Do you need money for college? Michigan Student Aid is Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. They administer scholarships, grants, college savings programs, and other resources that help make college accessible, affordable, and achievable for you. See how they can help you today by visiting michigan.gov slash mystudentaid and connect with Michigan Student Aid on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Mark Ewell. 
in just about every single basketball game that's played during the season, a player will hustle and dive for a loose ball that's on the floor. As that player dives and tries to gain possession of the ball on the floor, yells from every corner of the gym come screaming for a call of traveling. This is one of the more misunderstood situations under basketball rules. Once that player dives for the loose ball on the floor and gains possession, there are two ways in which they're guilty of a traveling violation. The first is if the player takes the ball and attempts to stand up, or the second, the player rolls over from their back to the front or front to back. Other than that, that's a legal play and the ball remains in play. Thanks, Mark. There's help wanted. Just whistle. Go to the MHSAA website now to be a referee. One time at an MHSAA tournament final, I saw an interesting contrast between two teams and how they handled defeat. One team incredibly gracious, upbeat, positive, proud of being in the finals, knowing there were hundreds of other schools which wanted to be there, cherishing the moment and looking to the future. The other team? It looked like losing in the state finals was the worst thing that ever happened to them. Shamed. Every kid giving their medal back to the coach. Just reporting the facts here, folks. Just telling you what I saw. Good optics and bad optics. A big weekend coming up for MHSAA TV. Every match on every mat. 20 mats, in fact. We'll have live streaming video of the individual wrestling finals from Ford Field in Detroit on Friday and Saturday. And both days, you can also catch all of the girls' competitive cheer finals from the Deltaplex in Grand Rapids. Your $9.95 subscription is also good for coverage the next three weekends at hockey and basketball. You've been listening to This Week at High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. Sounds like you guys got quite a game brewing up over there at OE. I got a few scores for you. Uh, men's basketball, Waverly over Owasso, like you mentioned earlier, 55-46. to Grand Blake beat London tonight, 57-39. And a score I'm proud to, well, I'm happy to announce, Flynn Beecher beat Montrose by a big score of 74-43. to In NBA news, uh, first quarter update, Detroit leads Cleveland 28-26. Chances are that will not last. And I heard you guys talking about Bob Cousy. I will say some of his maneuvers yes. were pretty classic moves. So you have checked out some of Cousy's old highlights, huh? <laughs> if you no, he had the black, he had the black Chuck Taylors. <laughs> I can see why people would be like in awe, like think it's uh, wizardry back then. But those moves are—they would not translate to today's game, Uncle Joe. Sorry. Well, but my whole point, Jared, is that he would learn the new moves that you guys, uh, you youngsters, are using today. He's not going to just use the 1940 moves that was wizardry back in the day. Dribble, dribble, Come on, J-Rod. Dribble in a circle with your right hand and go by everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh. By the way, did you guys, did either of you guys see the, the uh, game-winning shot in New York high school basketball from three-quarters court? Did you get a chance to see that video? Is that- I is that where he traveled? That's the one where the kid took about three steps, yeah. I see. I actually, But uh, still wasn't a... I heard that he uh, actually took ahead. a dribble uh, and a different camera angle. Whether I believe that or not, really? I don't know. It's something I've heard. Oh, I, I didn't see any I didn't, dribble. I didn't... Yeah, no, definitely from that camera angle, he definitely didn't dribble. Yeah. But either way you look at it, was that an unbelievable play or not? I think the coach of the opposing team probably did the right move, throwing it all the way down court with what? Was there like one point some seconds left or something like that? 
Just an unbelievable play, though. Any way you slice it for the game winner, though. Unbelievable. Also, while you're on the on the horn with us there, Jared, uh, quite a Big Ten tournament for the Wolverines. I will, that was a, quite a game. I was extremely... Not, I'm talking about the Michigan State game. That's the, my championship, personally. I looked yeah. that they won the tournament, <laughs> but what really made me happy is watching them take down uh, Michigan State on Saturday. What do you think he was in that victory? I mean, was it just Michigan played so well or State played bad? How, what was the key for the Wolverines win? Uh, Wagner is such a matchup problem for Michigan State. Nick Ward can't guard him. Yeah. I don't, I, you would think that Jaron yeah, Jackson what happened would be able the... to cover him. You can go ahead. Right. What the heck did Coach Beeline say at half to really light him up? Yeah, because, I mean, Wagner uh, didn't have anything going in the first half, did he? Yeah, no, I wonder if it's because you see he, he sits up for a long break, usually in the first half. I wonder if that's just kind of how right. his rotation is where second half is kind of full bore with Wagner. Or, but how about, right. about Teske? Uh, <laughs> who saw that coming? Unbelievable. Not oh, many man. people, that's for sure. He he came up big against the Purdue big guys. I mean, that Haas is for real. But, uh, yeah, Teske had a great game, without a doubt. One of the big keys why they won. Yeah, I, and the guy that I think is just probably my favorite player for Michigan, Jordan Matthews. He's just an awesome guy. The fact that he came from Kentucky and we got him. I think he's going to have a really, really big year next year. He's going to become more of a household guy. Yeah, game. I love I love the point guard Simpson. He just got to he's got to hit some free throws down the stretch, and he's got everything else going for him. I mean, he's he's about the quickest guard in basketball right now, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's really came on this year. I, it really surprised me. I remember I I was watching a game with my pops, and he was just saying how bad Simpson was. And this was against Purdue the first time around, and it was just like probably one of the funniest right. things I've ever seen. Right as he said that, Simpson had like a Kyrie Irving esque like shake and bake and like uh, jelly layup is I guess what you that's what they call it the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad just gave right. his words right there. <laughs> Always good when that happens, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> All right, Jared. Hey, thanks for your halftime work as always, and uh, appreciate you keeping us on the air. Well, we are here at halftime. 22 to 19, Chesanine with the lead. Here's how it looks on the score sheet for the Ramblers. They're being led by Logan Danaher, who has six with uh, four points. Caleb Lykoff with. Uh, Three points, Aaron Emmons, and then with two points each, Brody Krim, Zach Wheeler, and C.J. King. The Indians, nice second quarter. They're being led here at the break by Sam Forsythe with five, but good balance, four points each by Cole Higley and Garrett Bishop. Three points put up by Jacob Turnwald, and then uh, two points each, Jarrett Kelly and Brandon Keyes and Brendan Greenfelter. How about stats, Joseph? Well, Chesaning shot 33% in that first half, and Perry shot 43% from the floor. And you kind of look at this three-point stat, and you can kind of understand their game plan. Chesaning one for 11 from beyond the arc, and obviously the big fellows from Perry packing it inside, Chesaning trying to beat that with the uh, three-point bomb. And conversely, for Perry, they were just one for three from the three-point line, and they're trying to go down inside to those big guys. So I found that kind of interesting. Free throws, Chesaning, three for five. Perry, four for five. Uh, Perry has seven total rebounds. Chesaning, seven offensive rebounds uh, alone, and they had five more defensive rebounds. So, so far, Chesaning doing better on the glass than the Ramblers. Uh, three turnovers for Chesaning, five for Perry. Well, it should be a great second half here for you folks on Z92.5. With Joe Smith, I'm Ted Patel. to be Chesaning with the Rock here to start the second half. Wearing the white uniforms, going to the basket to our right. Perry sticks in that 1-3-1 matchup zone. Chesanine up top, they have it now to Brandon Keyes. 
Keys to Greenfelder, top of the key to Garrett Bishop. Bishop drives in the corner, it goes. Jump shot from three-point land, up and in. Jacob Turnwall, his second basket. Both have been three-pointers. So it's back to Perry, trailing it by six. Danaher down low. Oh, he turns right into a man, bounces off him. They get it to uh, Lykoff, no good on the shot. Chesanine on the baseline, stepped on that end line. So he'll be back out of bounds to Perry. Yeah, Danaher turned right around into a man, didn't he? He did. He was lucky he didn't get hurt because that guy was a little bit shorter than he was. Yeah. He bounced off him pretty good. <laughs> Referee having a little chat right now with Zach Wheeler. I'm not sure what that's all about, but it looks like he gets things straightened out. It'll be Brody Krim to inbound it for Perry. Pass goes all the way up toward midcourt there. Run down by C.J. King. King to Krim, back to King, top side between the circles. Looks like Chesanina in a 2-3 zone. Both teams mixing things up here. Here's Danaher from the right elbow, up and good. Now we're going to get a foul called here, I believe. Either a foul called or a delay of game warning. Wow. Danaher's got some pretty good moves inside in that first half. We saw the hook shot, the little jump hook, and now that little one-hander. Yeah. Well, we got... Uh, Danaher with the basket, and then they called a foul on Chesanine. I don't know where that came from. Sam Forsythe called for his second. Perry with the basketball, back again after that basket. Shot goes up by Krim, three-pointer up, no good. Rebounded by Jacob Turnwall. Turnwall looking to come down court. Then we're going to get a foul reaching in, called going against C.J. King there. Referees are going to keep things pretty close, I think. It's a district opener here from Ovidelsi, Chesanine, and Perry. Love when these schools get together. This is a great district over here. Corona and Ovidelsi and Durand getting in action on Wednesday night. 25-21. Pass goes to Bishop. Back over on the far side. Here is Bishop. The left-handed jump shot from the left elbow up. No good. Rebound pulled in by C.J. King. King brings it down court now. Over on the left side, it goes to Zach Wheeler. Into the corner. Caleb Lykoff. High feed into Danner. He has a wide open move to the basket. Lays it up and in. Good feed and good layup there by Danner. All of a sudden, he has 10. Chesanine by two. Almost two minutes gone here in the third. Over in the corner, it goes. A drive by Chesanine. Nice dish to Bishop, who lays it up and in with the left hand. I think Bishop also has a lot of good moves for a guy his size, and he's strong. He is. He is the only real big presence for the Indians down low, other than when Kelly's in there. Here's Bishop with a foul this time. Danaher goes right at him again, and Logan Danaher will be at the line for a pair. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all of your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service, and they can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis. Hub Tire also does farm service open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 until 11.30. Call today at 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Danaher no good on the first one. That last foul was on Garrett Bishop, his first. Second one on the way. This one's perfect. Danaher with uh, five quick points here in the third. 11 on the game. Chesney still up, though, by three. 
Brandon Keyes has it. Over here this way to Forsythe. Back to Keyes. Over in the corner goes to Bishop. Back to Keyes. In front of the stands on the opposite side of us. Now on the wing. Takes it to the free throw line. Drives right down the lane. Lays it up and in. Brandon Keyes, a nice cake to the hoop. Yeah, great job, too, that time by Garrett Kelly to move... Uh, What's his name? <laughs> Danaher out of there. <laughs> oh, what's, oh his, what's name? his name? You know, what's uh, his name? Oh, yeah. Perry with it. Over in the right <laughs> corner it goes to Zach Wheeler. That's why they give us numbers and names, Joe. Yep. <laughs> Here is Bishop. No, Lykoff. Now to Danaher. Back to Lykoff. To Danaher on the left baseline. Now Brody Krim with it on the wing. Back top side, Caleb Lykoff. Bishop and Danaher hand-checking each other down there. Yeah. Lykoff, pull-up jumper, banks it home from the left elbow. Not sure he meant to, but we got a timeout on the court. Chessonine on top, 29-26. 29-26 over Perry. The broadcast of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSC-FM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the accounts or descriptions of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA, Z925, The Castle, and Sportsnet Michigan. Our Drive of the Game Award tonight is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. So it'll be Chesedine's ball after the timeout here. Both teams with three timeouts left. 29-26. Chesedine on top. It's our district opener here in Class B from Ovid Elsie High School. Here's a drive to the basket. In and out. No good there by Brandon Keyes. He has a pretty good dribble drive. Yeah, he's not afraid. Here's Krim. Now it goes over to Lykoff. This time he drains the three-pointer. Caleb has nine on the game. Ties it up at 29. Jacob Turnwald across the 10-second line. Now they come back up top. Cole Higley. Pull-up jumper left side up. True. Long two-pointer there by Cole Higley. Boy, all in all, Chesoning doesn't seem too intimidated by the height of Barry, do they? Not so far. Here's Danaher getting it inside and uses that six foot seven frame to put another two up and in. He's having a nice third quarter with seven third quarter points, 13 on the game. Here's Garrett Bishop, a three-pointer top of the key up, no good. Rebound pulled in by Lykoff. A little different perspective you get up here in the balcony area than down on the court, isn't it? Oh, it sure is. Shot goes up by Perry, no good. Rebound pulled in by Cole Higley. I like it down on the floor a little better, but this isn't a bad view of seeing how the plays transpire. It's about as high as I want to get, though. They, <laughs> they kind of have a lower balcony over here. <laughs> well, you know me. i got to be close. <laughs> I can't hardly see. <laughs> <laughs> the only drawback on the court, sometimes we get screened by players and refs. Here's Keys again with a layup attempt on the left side. In and out, no good. Second time, man. Really nice shot. Still tied at 31. Lykoff gets the pass. Right wing doesn't dribble. Just says, I'll fire up a three. And he's feeling it as he drained that long rainbow up and in. Back-to-back triples there by Caleb Lykoff, the 6'6 sophomore. Yeah, he and Danaher both having a great third quarter. Yeah. 
Here's Bishop going to the hoop, lays it up with the right hand this time, up and in. The big fellas playing some ball. Here's Danaher getting the pass down the baseline a little too far for him. Knocked out of bounds by Chesonee. So Perry with a 34-33 lead. Bishop right now will come out for a breather. Won't be out too long, I don't think, after that nice move to the basket. Jarrett Kelly in, the junior. Looks like he's about a six foot three player. Here's Danaher taking the ball. Right wing it goes to Brody Krim. Behind the back, goes to the basket, tries a spinorama. No good. Here comes Jacob Turnwall the other way. Down to Kelly on the baseline, back to Turnwall. Picks up his dribble, comes back up topside now to Cole Higley. Now in the corner, Brendan Greenfelder. Pull-up jumper from the elbow, up and good. Greenfelder has a good jump shot and shows it there. Puts Chesanine back up by one. This one's going to come down to the wire, it looks like. Caleb Lykoff, we're down to a minute 44 to go in the third. One-point Indian lead. Brody Krim has it. Now to Danaher. They get a pass down on the baseline. That was a foul there. You can see it from here. And Lykoff gets the two and draws the foul, so he'll go to the line. Our Player of the Game Award is brought to you by Kingsley Insurance and the Mimic Insurance Group, providing quality insurance products for educational employees and their families for over 60 years. Visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com for an online quote today. And you couldn't have had a better look at that, could you, from no. up here? That was perfect, looking right down at the players. Sure was, and Brand Brendan Greenfelder picks up his third. He's their defensive specialist, but he now has three fouls. Let's see if they keep him in the game or pull him out. Well, if these two guys keep, uh, these two big guys for Perry keep playing like this, it's going to be a lot of trouble for Chesnane. Yeah, well, Greenfelder is out of the game. The free throw up, no good. Jacob Turnwald with the basketball. He has it at the top of the key now. Perry looks like they're in a man. Bishop on the baseline, back in the ballgame, trapped on the baseline. Now back to Sam Forsythe. Minute 13 to go in the third. Near foul. Let's see what they're going to call an offensive foul on Forsythe. Good defensive play there by Eddie Dunn. I think it was Dunn. So Forsythe picks up the foul. C.J. King with it. Now to Lykoff. Yeah, I think it was Dunn. Picks up his dribble. Now it's C.J. King. Under a minute to go here in the third. Chesedine trails Perry by one. The Ramblers with the basketball. Pass over in the right corner. It goes now with Eddie Dunn. Dunn keeps his dribble on the right wing. In the right corner now, Aaron Emmons. He had a big three-pointer off the bench in that first half. Back to Dunn. He has it on the right wing, and we're going to get a foul called here on Jarrett Kelly, his second. So that's the fifth team foul on Chesedine. Perry's only been whistled once here in the second half. Eddie Dunn kind of baited him into that foul, too. He worked back and forth. He did. And then he, as he was going by. Dunn definitely has a little quickness advantage there. Here's a high pass inside. It's off the side of the backboard. Bounces right to Chesanine. Indians down by one, but they have the basketball. Down to 20 seconds to go here in the third. Bishop thought about the three, but worked it back out. <laughs> so down to 13 seconds. Jake Turnwald with it up top. Now he'll run his offense. Perry in a man-to-man. -man. Oh, tries a pass inside. Looked like it went off a of Perry foot. It did. Went off the foot of Aaron Emmons. 
Stops the clock with 3.5 seconds to go here in the third. Chesanine will inbound at Forsythe. Gets it in. Up top. Three, long three-pointer. Looks good. Little bit off the mark, though. No good by Jacob Turnwald. But three-quarters are complete here from Ovid Elsie. It's Perry over Chesanine. 36-35 after three. Nelson House Funeral Homes' number one priority is taking care of their friends and neighbors, being right there when you need them the most. When reliability, sensitivity, and compassion... Combined with a locally owned and operated funeral home, your loved ones receive the re representation they deserve. The Nelson House Martin Chapel in Chesaning. Proud to support the Chesaning Indians on Z92.5 The Castle. The safety of kids while playing school sports is at an all-time high. Better equipment, better coaching, better health education, and better playing rules make the environment as safe as it can be. Learn more about all aspects of safety in school sports by visiting the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Struck Lawn and Landscape is proud to be a Chesaning Indians basketball sponsor. Struck Lawn and Landscape provides complete professional lawn care for Chesaning and surrounding areas. Owner Mark Struck has a horticulture degree from Michigan State University and offers expert landscape design, finished grading, hydro seeding, snow plowing in the winter, and he installs pavers and retaining walls. Call him today at 989-865-6220. That's Struck Lawn and Landscape, 989-865-6220. With Joe Smith of Ted Patel, here's the final eight on Z92.5. Perry with the one-point lead and the basketball. You're listening to WJSZ Ashley Owasso, home of tournament basketball here in mid-Michigan. Here's Lykoff, trapped on the baseline, finally gets out of trouble back to Aaron Emmons. Emmons drives down the lane, tries to dish it off to Danaher. It's run down by Brandon Keyes. He's looking to push it. Over to Bishop, back to Keyes. Now left side, it goes Forsythe. He'll bring it down the lane, dishes to Bishop on the baseline, blocked from behind by Caleb Lykoff. And it'll remain Perry's ball. If Lykoff is listed at 6'6", six, six, I guess Bishop may be closer to 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. See them stand next to each other, especially with a big curly mop on top of his head. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, and he was just, Lykoff was just waiting for that one to go up. There's a drive, a nice head fake on the baseline. Then it goes up and in by Cole Higley. You got Danaher up in the air. Yeah, that head fake, that was great. 37-36. You don't see enough of that, in my opinion, down low. Or sometimes you can see too much. Sometimes. <laughs> but it does work. So Chesney on top, 37-36. Especially the way Chesney has been driving the ball in this game. Danaher on the right baseline. Pull-up jumper. Good. Boy, he's deadly down there, down on the baseline. Yeah, he's got a lot of moves and a silky shot. Here's Greenfelder back in the ball game. Over and out of Bishop. Bishop drives, but I think he shuffled the foot. He did. So it'll be back to Perry. Perry with a one-point lead and the basketball. Bishop was going for an identical drive that he had in that third quarter where he just puts the ball up in his right hand and just zooms to the basket. So it'll be Perry with it. We'll be back here in this gym on Wednesday night for a doubleheader. Duran will take on the winner of this game at 6 then Crona Novid Elsie will tip off right around 7.30 shortly after that first game ends. Perry with the
the basketball now. Eddie done with it. Working on Greenfelder. Drives right around him. Goes all the way to the basket. Tried to dish it off to Danaher, and it goes out of bounds. And Perry will hang on to it. Boy, Eddie Dunn had, had the right idea. And you're right. He is very quick off that dribble. Just couldn't convert the pass. 6.25 left. 38-37. Perry. I want to thank Sony Latz and her staff over here being very gracious hosts for this district. Getting us set up in a nice spot up here. Perry with the basketball. Emmons back up top. It goes now to Eddie Dunn. Do we got to move that 5,000-pound mat back? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> got to do a little shift to the wrestling mat up here, but uh, I think they can take care of it. <laughs> Perry back with the basketball. Up by one, facing a Chesanine man-to-man. Dish on the baseline. Nicely done. Good pass by C.J. King, and he finds Eddie Dunn for the layup on the right side. Here comes Turnwald, dishing it off to Greenfelder, who gets his shot black. He nearly steals the ball. Good hustle, trying to save it from going out of bounds. He's helped up by one of the students in the student section there for the Indians. Greenfelder is just a hustler all the time, and he comes up a little slow, but yep. no way he's coming out. He's no. holding his elbow, but he's not going anywhere. Bang that elbow just a little bit. So it's back to Perry, holding on to a three-point lead now with 5.35 to go here in our first half. Well, you called this one, partner. This has been a great game, back and forth the whole way. There's a drive. Perry dishes it in the right corner. Back up top. Now it's C.J. King with it. Still drive down the lane. Tries to pass inside, and it goes off the fingertips there of Bishop. Yeah, I don't know if that was a pass or if he lost the handle on the dribble, but Bishop was kind of like the goalie there, <laughs> knocking it out of bounds. So C.J. King gets it inbounds now, all the way back up top to Eddie Dunn. Ramblers wearing the red, going to the basket to our left, leading Chesanine by, by three. 5.05 to go here in the fourth. You know, I think Bishop's done a pretty darn good job against Danaher. I'm sure Danaher scored some points, and he's got some great moves, but he's held his own. Yes, he has. Here's a missed shot by Aaron Emmons, and Bishop goes high to pull down that rebound. Now here's Brandon Keyes with it. He's shown some good driving ability, being checked by C.J. King. Now we're going to hold down low. I think they're going to point at number four there, Aaron Emmons. Our Drive of the Game Award is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all been Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. So Chesedine with the basketball. Bishop working on Danaher. Tries to head fake. Goes up off the window. Up and good. Bishop looked like Haas that time for Purdue. <laughs> Just powered his way to the basket. I thought you meant like Bonanza. <laughs> So Indians are within one. Perry with the basketball. You ever see Haas riding a horse? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> I pity the horse. Talk about a mismatch. <laughs> well, we got a timeout on the court here. 4:16 to go. 40 to 39. Perry over Chesedine. 
Kingsley Insurance Group and Mimic Insurance Company offer exceptional insurance products for, edu- for the educational community. The Mimic Foundation Club has impacted thousands of schools, classrooms, and students by providing millions of dollars in grants for classroom materials, special field trips, engaging school assemblies, and anything you can think of to make every class day a rewarding experience for kids. So educators and educational employees, visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com and sign up for the Mimic Foundation Club. Appleby Oil and Provane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they are proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesel, premium premium diesel, fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. I think I'll stop and get some fuel for my uh, pontoon when it gets put in the water this year. Getting close. You know it. Maybe it'll be running like a top. Let's hope so. Perry with the basketball. Drive down the lane. Little runner up. No good. Bishop with another rebound. Brendan Greenfelder across the 10 second line now. Back up top it goes Brandon Keyes. He's looking inside. Now brings it back out between the circles. Working on Danaher. Head and shoulder fake. That time Danaher held his ground. Lykoff pulled down the rebound. And then Bishop called for the foul. A little frustration foul there. Yeah, Danaher played that just as, about as well as the center can. Holding his ground, moving his feet, keeping his arm up, arms up. Bishop had nowhere to go. Coach Matt Weagle not too happy with the no call there. And then the foul on Bishop. 40-39, to 39, Perry on top. We got a classic here in this district opener. Evenly matched teams, Perry and Chesanee. Perry has it. Eddie Dunn gets it across the timeline to Lykoff, back to Dunn. Passes in the right corner, they have a man open. That was C.J. King passing up the shot. 3.20 to go here in the fourth. Perry hanging on to a one-point lead. Jarrett Kelly trying to check Dunn. Dunn throws it up off the window, left side, up and in. Dunn definitely has the quickness advantage there. He used it. Yeah, and he did just throw it up there, too. (laughs) So Perry up by three. Jacob Turnwald has it. At the free throw line. Now to Kelly for the three ball. Way off the mark there, but Chesedine hustles it down. Cole Higley with it. He drives on Danaher, goes up with a shot, and it's going to be, I think, a foul on Logan. So two free throws coming up for Higley. The Stoddard family has been providing quality, affordable housing for over 50 years. Seaman, Michigan's largest display of modular homes. Their models are located one-half mile south of M52 and M57, with lots available in the Chesning and Owasso area. Visit StoddardHomes.com for special pricing on current models and preview of homes arriving soon. Homes by Stoddards is proud to support high school sports on Z925 The Castle. Make sure to like them on Facebook. Let Stoddard Homes build your new home today. Higley hits the first and follows up with the second. A couple big throws there for the Indians. They're back within one. Bailing out Chesaning from that kind of ill-advised three-pointer there. Yep. So we got a one-point parry lead with two and a half minutes to go here in the fourth. Here's King. He had an opportunity there to drive past Greenfelder and decided against it. He saw Bishop back there guarding the basket. Here he goes again. Again pulls it all the way back. 
time. Eddie Dunn will have it. He'll be working on uh, Brandon Keyes here, and he'll bring it back out. Lykoff with it. Back to C.J. King. Tries a pass inside, stolen away. Now we got a battle for it. It's a held ball, which weighs the arrow pointing to the Indian basket. Almost looked like Bishop might have got a piece of that one, too. Yeah. They ran that same play about four times in a row where they just went back low, came back outside trying to almost lull Chesson Ng to sleep. Yeah, but I'm not sure that's their normal offense or not. They might have screwed themselves up there. So two minutes to go. Let's see what Chesson comes up with here offensively. Brandon Keys, now to Greenfelder, over here to Sam Forsythe. Goes at Danaher, up with a shot, no good. Forsythe fights back for it. Greenfelder has it on the baseline. Oh, the referee, I'm not sure about that. It looked like Greenfelder threw it off the knee of a, a Rambler, and I thought it hit the out-of-bounds area before it hit Greenfelder. I mean, we had a real good look at it. Yeah, Greenfelder caught the ball and then bowed inside. <laughs> he was not out-of-bounds. Yeah, and Greenfelder's trying to plead his case right now. Uh, it's <laughs> not going to work. No replay here either. In college basketball, they'd be really re-looking at that one. Oh, yeah. And I kind of like that rule in the last couple of minutes. They look at all close plays. Seems to work. Now we got a foul in the backcourt by Chesanine. I think that's going to send Terry to the line for a one-and-one. One. Live high school sports video coverage can be found online at mhsaa.tv and the NFHS Network. One low monthly price of $9.95 gets you in to watch regular season and MHSAA postseason games. You can watch archived games from the last decade for free anytime. Check it out at mhsaa.tv. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Brody Krim hits the first one. Two-point Perry lead with a minute 42 left here in the fourth. Krim, second one, no good. Chesanine with the basketball now. Here is Bishop, Garrett, on the right wing, working on Danaher, the left-handed jumper on the baseline. Perfect. Boy, you could see it in his eyes. He was going up with it. Yeah. Ties it up at 43. I like his game. Yeah, he's not a bad player at all. So Perry with the basketball, tied up at 43 a minute, 19 left. Perry spreading the court out against this Chesanine man-to-man. In the drive, they go to the free throw line, keeping his dribble, C.J. King. It's the same play, just on the right side now. Always here's uh, Brody Krim up top, 5'8 sophomore with it. Brings it back to the middle. Picks up his dribble, near steal by Forsythe, but King gets it. Drives down, they get it to Lykoff, back up top. They're using clock right now. Under a minute to go, 45 seconds left. King, what do you do? Perry with two timeouts left. They're going to run it down and then call the timeout or let them play it out. 37 seconds. And they got the lead, so. No, we're tied. Oh, that's right. Good call, Joe. Here's a drive. The <laughs> shot goes up. No good. And we got Danaher over the back. Oh, King had a layup on the left side. Missed it. And Chesanine is going to get the ball here in a tie ball game. And we're going to get a full timeout by the Indians. 27.6 to go. No, you're right. Terry is up by two, 
Yeah, I don't know how that layup stayed out. That was just a great drive. And it's that same play they've been running where they go down low, come back out, and then eventually they go down. They got a nice open look. I thought it was going to go down. Now, let me ask you this. Was it 45-43, or did they give him a basket there on uh, basket yeah. interference? Yeah, they did. It was 43-all. That's what I thought. Yeah. Wow. Player of the Game Award is brought to you by Kingsley Insurance and the Mimic Insurance Group, providing quality insurance products for educational employees and their families for over 60 years. Visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com for an online quote today. But I'm not sure who made the basket. Yeah, the layup didn't count. No, they credit it to somebody. We don't know who had the basket. Let's just give it to Dan or her, as he was the closest one that I could see. We'll have unofficial stats. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure how how that basket counted because if I remember the way the play progressed. It was a layup attempt. The layup bounced off the front of the rim. No good. And then Danaher went over the back. Yeah. The foul was called. I didn't see a basket made. I didn't either. And I didn't I didn't really see anywhere where it was basket interference unless somebody maybe got in the net. I don't know. So then it would have been the drive, I guess. Yeah, because I'm, I mean, I, I looked at my score sheet to double check, and I had 43-43 before they just changed the two points on the board. Very strange sequence. Though. Right, and, and my my story is going to be that I, I looked at that and said they had a two-point game. A little bit. That's what made me start wondering. Well, we know right now it's 45-43. Yeah, we Very know it's a two-point game right now. 25 seconds to go. Chessonine can tie it or win it, or tie it and take the lead with a three. Here's Higley. He drives. And we get a whistle on the floor. It's going to be out of bounds. Boy, talk about a quick ticky-tack call. Boy, you know who I put my money on in this uh, situation if I'm Chessoning? I let Bishop take that shot. Well, Lykoff called for the foul. Perry's got fouls to give here. Here's Bishop, your man, goes up with a turnaround jumper, and he's fouled. So he'll be able to go to the free throw line now. Well, he almost made that nice little one-hander, too. So two shots coming up here for Bishop. And the foul was on Danaher, his fourth. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all the Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac. And Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z925 The Castle. Well, Bishop missed the first one. 45-43 Perry, 14 seconds left. Bishop, second one also no good. Danaher pulls down the rebound. Perry a quick foul. You had to do that. So Bishop no good from the line for two. Logan Danaher will go the other way for a pair. Boy, before that, Chesaning was five. They were three for seven from the free throw line, so they've kind of struggled from the line all night. That might be the difference in this game when it's all said and done. A two-point parry lead. Logan Danaher at the line right now for a one and the bonus. Big free throw here, huh? Yeah, very big. And if he makes this one, the next one will be even bigger, making it a two-possession game. There's the free throw up. In and out, no good. Kelly with it. Two-point parry lead. Bishop has the ball. Right elbow drives down the lane, goes up with a shot, and he draws another foul. So Bishop not shying away from the free throw opportunities here as he took that right to the basket, playing to get the foul. Brody Krim tried to draw the charge underneath, which is no no easy feat with Bishop coming at you. He held his ground, but they didn't call the foul there. So Bishop back to the free throw line. And now Danaher, that's a big foul. If Bishop makes both these free throws, Danaher's done for the evening, fouling out. 
Coach Mike Schauber saying to his big guys down low, Lykoff and Zach Wheeler to box out, boys. Bishop at the line just missed a pair. Six seconds to go. 45-43 Perry. Bishop the first one. Oh, it's no good. What do you do on this? You pretty much have to miss it, don't you? With six seconds left? Yeah, that's a tough one to pull off, especially uh, with the tall guys from Perry down there. But you know what? you got to give it a shot, I guess. I think so. Second shot up. It's good. And that happens a lot, I think. <laughs> so now Perry with it. Now you got to do a quick foul. Whoa, man. <laughs> Didn't really look like much of a foul, but a foul in the backcourt. So still time, 4.1 seconds to go. 45-44 Perry. You know, probably we'll never know if Bishop was trying to miss that one intentionally, but I've seen that happen before where you, then you make it. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. I think it just happened to uh, the star player for the Celtics, I think. Who's the guy they traded for Cleveland? Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. Jared's buddy. He was trying to miss a couple and, and ended up making it. Here's a shot at the free throw line, up and good by Brody Prim. It's the first one. The Chesapeake still has life, even if he makes this one. Two-point ball game. Perry up 46-44 with 4.1 seconds to go. Second one up and good. So now Chesapeake will call the timeout. They'll try and set up the game-winning attempt, probably try to get the ball to half court and try to get a shot up from three-point land if they can. 47-44, Perry with four seconds to go. Get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer with over one with over 1,200 trailers on 45 acres. You won't find a better selection anywhere. Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, Beck's will have the perfect trailer in stock and ready to roll. Bex carries top quality trailer brands and offers financing from several national and local lenders with payments starting at just $15 per week with approved credit. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call 888-STAY-BEX or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Well, it's a three-point ball game. Perry hanging on to the lead, 47-44. 4.1 seconds to go. Boy, this this is just the beginning of the week for us, Joe. We've got a doubleheader on Wednesday night. Krona takes on Ovid Elsie in the nightcap Wednesday night, but Duran waiting and scouting here tonight, going to play the winner of this game. Well, and this is what we love about this time of the year, March Magic, because these games are usually always very competitive. This one's no different. And if these games are all like this, you won't hear any complaining from me. Right. Well, Perry has a couple of, of, of things they could do here. They could foul once the ball's near midcourt. Just get a foul as long as it's not intentional. Oh boy, they had a chance to right there. Chesanine throws one up. Bishop. He might have missed the free throws, but he did not miss the three-pointer when it counted. What a great shot. <laughs> and the crowd is going nuts. Wow. Who, who would have predicted that one, huh? Wow. Well, I'm going to regain my composure here while you tell our listeners a little bit about the sponsor of this game. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all of your tire and suspension needs. 
They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service and can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis. Subtire also does farm service, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 until 11.30. So call today at 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. And old Mr. Momentum just switched to the Chesaning Indians. And as Ted told you, Danaher out of the game with foul trouble. Bishop made that huge three-pointer at the buzzer to send us to overtime after missing multiple free-throw opportunities. So we'll see if Chesaning can continue to ride this momentum to the end of this game. we got another four minutes on the clock now. Crowd went wild, like you said, Ted. That was just an unbelievable shot. I think our first overtime game of the year, and it's Chesanine winning the toss. Bishop controls it now to Cole Higley. I'm still stunned. Oh, what a great <laughs> shot. Did we have a good view of that or what? Yeah. <laughs> and there was no doubt he made it was in time also. Oh, without a doubt. Bishop goes up with it. Jarrett Kelly with the rebound. Gets it back outside. Here is a drive. Nice runner put up and in by Brandon Keyes. Well, Bishop with 16 points, but none bigger than his last three, that's for sure. Danaher fouled out with 17 unofficial points. Now Chesanine with a two-point lead here early on in the first overtime period. Here is Lykoff, the jumper, up good from three-point land. Boy, does he have a nice shot. He has 17, and now it is Perry up by one. Now they're just starting to play now. Bishop goes right at Lykoff, puts it up and in. Bishop on fire in this second half. 14 out of his 18, including that big three. Chesney now by one, 2.45 to go in OT. Which I keep going back to the fact that he'd missed those free throws. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's the last shot that counts, huh? Well, right, but I mean, <laughs> as far as confidence. Right. You know, but he, he felt it. Well, there was no pressure because he had to shoot it, right? Exactly. But a great shot for sure. Here's Lykoff, a three again, no good. Rebounded down low by Perry. They put the follow-up shot back iron. Perry again gets the offensive rebound, working hard on that glass. C.J. King right side. Chesanine by a point, 2.15 to go in the first overtime period. Now we're going to get a Higley foul with the body as he fouls C.J. King. Higley's played some big minutes here tonight, but just got a little too aggressive that time. Well, that's several fouls. Uh, the Perry, the Perry guards have been able to uh, cause by their dribbling skills and their speed. You see Max Cotton here covering this one for the Argus Press. 51-50. We're here in overtime. Chesanine on top. First free throw up. Back iron no good by C.J. King. He'll get the second in the double bonus. I just glanced at the free throw shooting uh, just a few minutes ago. Neither team lighting it up from the free throw line tonight. So King at the line again. He can tie it up here. The left-hander puts it up. No good. Rebound pulled in there by Sam Forsythe. So Indians holding on to a one-point lead here. Two minutes left here in overtime session number one. Brandon Keyes has it for the Indians. He's fouled out front. King called for his second foul. 
It'll be one and one coming up now for the Indians. Brandon Keyes will stroll to that free throw line. King trying to tap it away there. Got a little bit of his hand. First free throw up and good by Brandon Keyes. When you go to overtime like this, Ted, the players, does fatigue uh, enter into it, or is the adrenaline enough to get you over the hump? Eh, it just depends. I mean, right there, it looked like a little fatigue. It's just missed that one, but he gets the follow back. The adrenaline definitely carries you on early. Here's Bishop. Goes behind the back one time. I think he's Mr. Adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> After that huge three. <laughs> Indians by two with a minute 40 to go. Chris Forsythe goes in the corner. They thought about the shot. Now it's Bishop going to the line, trying to draw the foul, but it's knocked out of bounds. Good quick hands there by Brody Krim. Yeah, Krim kind of snuck in there behind him. That was a really good play to knock that ball out. Too bad for Perry went out of bounds off of him. Yeah, and again, Bishop had pretty good position inside. Then they kick it back out to Greenfelder. 90 seconds to go in overtime. Chesanine leading it by two. Perry out of the Greater Lansing Athletic Conference. Chesedine out of the Tri-Valley Conference Central Division. Keyes has it. Now to Greenfelder. Perry trying to hawk him. Greenfelder has it. And then he... No, I thought they called a foul, but we got a Chesedine timeout. Coach Weagle didn't like the movement. So 52-50, Chesedine. We're in overtime. A minute 14 to go. Kingsley Insurance Group and Mimic Insurance Company support all educational employees and the school districts in which they work. Are you a K-12 teacher, higher education faculty or staff member, school bus driver or other service worker? Are you a retired educator or school employee? Get a quote from Mimic Insurance offering quality insurance products for you and your family. To see the many benefits of becoming a member, visit Kingsley Insurance Group in St. John's, Alma, or Lansing or online at kingsleyinsurancegroup.com. Struck Lawn and Landscape is proud to be a Chesaning Indians basketball sponsor. Struck Lawn and Landscape provides complete professional lawn care for Chesaning and surrounding areas. Owner Mark Struck has a horticulture degree from Michigan State University and offers expert landscape design, finished grading, hydro seeding, snow plowing in the winter, and installs pavers and retaining walls. So call him today at 989-865-6220. That's Struck Lawn and Landscape, 989-865-6220. Well, Chesney with the ball. We got a quick foul here by Perry, stopping the clock with a minute nine to go in OT. Cole Higley at the line here for the front end of a one and one. First one is up, uses all of the rim and goes. Chesney eight for 14 from the free throw line. Perry eight for 15. Here's a big one coming up here. Three point Indian lead. Second one up. Perfect. Four-point Indian lead. Minute nine to go in OT. There's a long three-pointer by Lykoff. In and out. No good. Chesanine with the rebound. We get it out of trouble, and it's over here. They call traveling, and Coach Weagle is going crazy here on the sideline saying, how is that not a foul? He's pleading his case with the wrong ref there. <laughs> he didn't make the call. Boy, that was very debatable. 
But Perry back with it. Lykoff in the corner, drives down the lane, throws up the shot, no good. Rebound pulled in by Cole Higley. And he's fouled. He just drained a pair, so he'll be at the line again for a one-and-one. Well, it certainly looks like Lykoff is the go-to guy here with Danaher out of the game. And uh, Lykoff has been able to make some three-pointers and some shots, some really nice-looking shots in this game, but came up a little bit cold on that one. Boy, you know, you can definitely feel that we're in March, though, can't you? Oh, yeah. This is awesome. Maybe our best game of the year. Good way to start the tourney. Bigley gets the first one. Well, he's um, he's coming up money from that line. Yes, and the free throws for Chesaning really putting, making it hard for Barry. That's 13 for Higley, three of three from the line here in OT. Make it four of four. 50 seconds to go. Perry's got to get some points. They're down two possessions. Down six. Here is Danner. Uh, the shot up by Lykoff. No good. Perry gets it back, though. Wide open three. Top of the key. Way off the mark. And Chesedine with it. Greenfelder has it. They're just holding it in the backcourt. Higley says, hey, I've been at the line here and hit four straight. Why not foul me? Yep. They weren't going to pass it to Bishop. <laughs> not at that point. So Higley says, I'm going to go to the line here. Oh, look at the way he struts up to that line. Just no fear. Got some confidence, yeah, doesn't he? I, I love that. Yeah, definitely in overtime, you want some confidence. First free throw up. Good. Ice water in those veins. Perry sends a couple shooters in the ball game right now. They need some threes. Eddie Dunn and uh, Zach Wheeler. 57-50. Chesanine on top. 32 seconds to go in overtime. Look at Mr. Higley. Six of six in OT from that line. Perry with the ball. They get it down court. Wyckoff nearly walked. Passes up the three. Now throws up the three from the left wing. No good. Now it's going to be real tough. Look who has the ball. He isn't giving it up. Higley. Perry just backing off. Indians look like they're going to win this one. Ten seconds. Wow, they're just going to put it down. you got to love the way the Chesney Indians approach this large, uh, this bigger Perry Rambler basketball team with no fear. Drove on the two big uh, trees from Perry all night long. Unbelievable. So Chesney... Comes away with the big win, and how about that Garrett Bishop three-point shot to send it to overtime. We'll tally up the numbers, and we'll be back here in the gym to take a listen to this. Hey, sports fans, it's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student-athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at highschoolsportscene.com. Keeping our high schools and student-athletes in the news. The 92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, we're back in the gym, and uh, I don't know, Joe. It's been a wild scene here, isn't it? Well, it's just unbelievable, the crowd. and the, I don't even think the Chesney Indians are sure they won. <laughs> hey, Higley! Higley! That was a 
was going to try and grab somebody to come on up here for a little chat, but uh, it's bedlam down there, yeah. so we'll just do our normal post-game show, Jill. What a victory here for the Indians in the district opener. Just like I said, really love the way that they approached this game. Right from the get-go, they were just not afraid. Now we got some interviewing going on here. Ted's got Garrett Bishop. He's trying to climb his way up here. No, you're okay. He's going to come around, Joe. Okay. So why don't you tell our listeners a couple more spots here while we get Garrett all set up. Nelson House Funeral Homes, number one priority is taking care of their friends and neighbors, being right there when you need them the most, when reliability, sensitivity, and compassion combined with a locally owned and operated funeral home, your loved ones receive the representation they deserve. The Nelson House Martin Chapel in Chesaning, proud to support the Chesaning Indians on Z92.5 The Castle. Fast Eddie's is a family-owned and operated business for over 40 years, priding themselves on providing outstanding service for both car wash and oil changes. They've been recognized as one of the top 50 car wash detailing and oil change centers in the nation, but they also offer preventative maintenance like transmission flushes, radiator flushes, and everything your vehicle needs to keep it running at peak performance. Right now, get up to $20 off any of these services. See your local Fast Eddie's car wash and oil change center for details and other great savings. Well, he may have got lost in the hallway there, Joe. I was just going to try and grab him right in front of us. But that's okay. We'll get updated on the stats here. So Perry's season ends at 14-6. and The final score again, 58-50. Chesanine with the thriller here in overtime. Perry was led tonight by Caleb Lykoff, who had 17, also with 17. Logan Danaher, before he fouled out, which proved to be kind of big there in overtime for sure. With uh, five points, Brody Krim with four points, Eddie Dunn with uh, three points, Aaron Emmons, and with two points each, Zach Wheeler and also C.J. King. For uh, Chesanine, they improve now to 12-9 and nine on this season. Huge win here tonight. Leading away with 18 points, Garrett Bishop with uh, 16 points. Cole Higley, both players really came through big down the stretch with uh, seven points. Brandon Keyes with six points. Jacob Turnwald with five points. Sam Forsythe with four points. Brendan Greenfelder and also Jarrett Kelly. And uh, that looks like that is the final score. Joe, you got final stats? Yeah, I sure do. Chesaning shot 43% in this one. Perry shot 44%. So in an overtime game like this, you know, shooting percentages are just about identical. Three-pointers, Chesaning had three. Perry had four. Uh, just that huge three-pointer by Chesaning. That was just their third one. They were three for 17 from beyond the arc. Perry was four for 13. Free throws, another big difference for Chesaning. They were 13 out of 19, which is six missed three uh, free throws. Perry was eight for 17. Offensive rebounds also big for Chesaning tonight. They had 10, 27 rebounds. Total, Perry had 17. And it was a pretty well-played game. Perry had eight uh, turnovers, Chesaning with five.
and a couple blocks thrown in there too for Chesaneng. But what a just a great game by the Indians. And that three-pointer that Bishop made at the end of regulation carried him right through, didn't it? Boy, it sure did. And then Higley's free throws in that uh, overtime session, a perfect 6 of 6 in OT. Really, the, the one-two punch of the two of those kids right there really made the difference in this one. All right, it's time for some awards, Joe. Yep, we have our Drive of the Game Award. That's brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And I got to go with the two-hand slam by Logan Danaher, the six-foot-seven senior from Perry. Um, that uh, the first quarter was just 18 to 15. 455 left to play. I guess that was in the second period. But at any rate, a two-handed slam jam by Logan Danner wins the drive of the game. Good call on that one. And we also have a player of the game. Yep, our player of the game awards brought to you by Kingsley Insurance and the Mimic Insurance Group providing quality insurance products for educational employees and their families. For over 60 years, visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com for an online quote today. Well, we got a close honorable mention as uh, Cole Higley finished with 16, including some huge free throws down the stretch. Eight of eight in the fourth quarter and overtime. Six of six in OT alone. But you got to give it to the big fella, Garrett Bishop. 18 points, including the miraculous three-pointer at the end of regulation from at least 40 foot away. It went off the backboard and right into the basket for the victory. Yep, that's a great call, and that's ESPN-worthy right there. <laughs> well, you think the Chesedine fans were a little excited oh, here there? no kidding, no kidding. Well, especially when they had just, you know, he had missed those free throws, and it really looked like Perry probably had the game wrapped up, yeah. you know, with just a Hail Mary, and then they made the Hail Mary. And by the way, all you, uh, especially Chesedine fans, you can hear the replay of this game on Three Point Podcast. All you have to do is Google Three Point Podcast. It's free on iTunes, SoundCloud, also TuneIn Radio. Check it out. You can hear the replay of this game, and while you're at it, check out Three Point Podcast. It's our three-generation look at sports, especially sports here in this great state of Michigan. Well, that's going to do it here for us tonight. The final score, 58-50. Chesanine picks up the win here over the Perry Ramblers. They'll move on to the uh, district semifinals against Durand on Wednesday night. We'll be here, 6 o'clock tip-off for that game. 7.30 game, we'll also be here for that one. Corona taking on Ovid Elsie. So hope you can keep it locked right here to Z92.5 for all the action. That'll do it for me, Joe. Take it away. The station that picks you up and makes you feel good. Z92.5. Okay, Ted, well, let me just run through uh, the list of advertisers here that uh, we count on and rely on and bring this game for broadcast to all our big fans, all our good fans out there, rather. This game brought to you by Appleby Oil, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Fast Eddie's Hub Tire Center, Kingsley Insurance, Nelson House Funeral Home, Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Stoddard Homes, Stuck, Struck Lawn and Landscape, Young Buick GNC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. So until Wednesday... When we are right back at you from uh, the Ovid LC Gymnasium here, about a six o'clock start time, double header that night. Remember, don't have, don't make any plans because Ted and I sure aren't going to make any plans. And you know what? Neither is Jared. So for Ted Fattel by my side and Jared Fattel back at the station, this is Joe Smith saying thanks for listening.